Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Say It Ain't So podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jack Baldwin, here today. And today we'll be talking about sexomnia, and we'll be talking about it in a little different way today as we do have a debate for you. So why don't I go ahead and throw you guys on down to the courtroom with Judge Raiden. Uh, well, we're just talking about sexomnia, and Councilman Emery, would you like to yeah, talk okay. about what in- so basically is? what sexomnia is? It's known as sleep sex, not to be crude, but basically a patient is sleeping and they're actually in their non-REM stage of sleep, which is basically their brain waves have become really slow and really inactive, and so they're in their deepest stages of sleep. However, they're still physically moving and still engaging in acts of sexual conduct. And basically, in 2014, there's a study done. There are 262 cases, and 50% of those cases involve parasomnia, para, sorry, parasomnosia. And sexomnia consisted of 39.3% of those cases. So that's basically a good number of cases, about 30, 40. We're going to talk about the Burley case today and over to Prosecutor Baldwin for his opening statement. Okay, so Mr. Berea is being charged with sexual assault and rape because he sexually assaulted his wife while he was asleep. Now, he has come out and claimed that sexomnia is his issue, but clearly that is hard to prove as he has no prior history of sleepwalking. Now my defendant here on the other side of the table has clearly continuously stated that this man is under sexomnia, which is clearly not possible. It is hard to, definitely hard to find out if he is actually having it because the tests we have nowadays do not prove it. Thank you, Your Honor. Now defending Custer, would you like to make your statement now? My defending Custer here is being wrongly persecuted for this unjust act that he's claiming to be having as. He is under the influence of sexomnia. This is uncontrollable to his entire being. This is an unconscious move- movement during sleep, as the councilman just said, in rim sleep. So in my defense, my process, my defendant is not guilty as he did not have control over his body. Objection. This man has not taken any of the tests to prove this. I vote that he takes the test before we make any more moves, Your Honor. Your Honor, the tests that we now conduct today to discover sexomnia are not foolproof and will not give proper results. While one person who doesn't have any history with sexomnia may be tested positive for sexomnia, another person can be totally different and test negative. It is unclear and unproven that these tests can show results that would definitely persecute my defendant. Well, Mr. Defendant Spoon, Defense Attorney Spoon, I have one question for you. My client, Miss Barilla, Barilla's wife, or Custer's wife as well, was sexually assaulted and did not give consent. We know this. This is why we are in court. But the, but the point is, is that he did not have control over his body, his mind, or any of his movements of the nights during which this incident occurred. It is truly a tragic thing, but it cannot be persecuted against him. Well, Mr. Spoon, if I may call you that, clearly here... Multiple trials have been conducted on multiple people who have been known to sleepwalk. 
and none of them are conclusive to sexomnia on my screen here. Now, I would like for you to answer this for me, Mr. Spoon. How come your client claims he has no recollection of this, but my defendant clearly says his eyes were open? We're going to talk about the Burley case today and over to Prosecutor Baldwin for his opening statement. Okay, so Mr. Berea is being charged with sexual assault and rape because he sexually assaulted his wife while he was asleep. Now, he has come out and claimed that sexomnia is his issue, but clearly that is hard to prove as he has no prior history of sleepwalking. Now, my defendant here on the other side of the table has clearly continuously stated that this man is under sexomnia, which is clearly not possible. It is hard to, definitely hard, to find out if he is actually having it because the tests we have nowadays do not prove it. Thank you, Your Honor. Now, Defendant Custer, would you like to make your statement now? My Defendant Custer here is being wrongly persecuted for this unjust act that he's claiming to be having as. He is under the influence of sexomnia. This is uncontrollable to his entire being. This is an unconscious move movement during sleep, as the councilman just said, in rim sleep. So in my defense, my, my defendant is not guilty as he did not have control over his body. Objection. This man has not taken any of the tests to prove this. I vote that he takes the test before we make any more moves, Your Honor. Your Honor, the tests that we now conduct today to discover sexomnia are not foolproof and will not give proper results. While one person who doesn't have any history with sexomnia may be tested positive for sexomnia, another person can be totally different and test negative. It is unclear and unproven that these tests can show results that would definitely persecute my defendant. Well, Mr. Defendant Spoon, Defense Attorney Spoon, I have one question for you. My client, Miss Barilla, Barilla's wife, or Custer's wife as well, was sexually assaulted and did not give consent. We know this. This is why we are in court. But the, but the point is, is that he did not have control over his body, his mind, or any of his movements of the nights during which this incident occurred. It is truly a tragic thing, but it cannot be persecuted against him. Well, Mr. Spoon, if I may call you that, clearly here, multiple trials have been conducted on multiple people who have been known to sleepwalk, and none of them are conclusive to sexomnia on my screen here. Now, I would like for you to answer this for me, Mr. Spoon. How come your client claims he has no recollection of this, but my defendant clearly says his eyes were open and awake? Sexomnia and sleepwalking have many forms. While one person could just randomly walk around their house or domain, eyes closed, silent as a mouse. Others may cause disruptions, noise, and may have their eyes open. It is, uh, it is known that people sometimes sleep with their eyes open, and this could be a thing that happens during sexomnia. This is a real disorder that has been proven by science. Your Honor, so why his eyes were open? There is no physical proof that his eyes were open during this. We all we have is the 
opinion and the, not opinion, but the statement given by us from the supposed victim. Now, while this did happen multiple times that I'm aware of. Yes, Your Honor, this happened a couple hundred times according to my defendant. That's enough, that's enough, that's enough for the court to hear. Now, Your Honor, that could have easily been ah, no, 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 multiple no, no, factors. No, Sorry, no, no, Mr. Baldwin, I'm holding you in contempt. Please, I'm asking you to leave the courtroom. You better hold him in contempt. Please. What do you mean? This is absurd. I object to this completely and utterly. Right, security, security. I got him, sir. Hey! Ah. We'll see you next time on Say It Ain't So Podcast.